It is April 22nd, 2016. My name is Roman. And my name is Ruby. And we are Carrots and Peas. On today's episode, we'll talk about a little football accident that happened to one of us over the past weekend. We'll dig into our show of the week. We won't have a movie of the week for this week, and we'll explain why. We'll talk about Ruby's gossip section. I'll hit sports, and we'll finish up with... It was just like a little, our updates of ourselves and what we're doing with sports and fitness and what we are up to. So this past weekend, what we did is we ended up going to see uh, his friends and family and Roman is part of a football team. Uh, he signed up with his friends. And what's your team called? We are the Ballers on Budgets. And so this week you guys had your, uh, was it the final play? I, I really don't know much of football terms, but what? how was it? Um, how many of you guys played? Yeah, what, what we had this weekend uh, was... We made it to the semifinals of Division Two in our particular league, and we had our semifinal matchup, and if we won that one, then that same day we would end up playing in the final. And it was fun. It was a fun time. We actually managed to win the semifinal game and make it to the final. Unfortunately, we weren't able to come out with the trophy at the end, but it was a fun season overall, and I was very happy that I got to play a couple of the games. Really, congratulations to most of the members on Ballers and Budgets who played the entire who played the entire season, and a special shout out to our quarterback, Captain Shiru, who he recommended the eleven twenty two sixty three show that we've talked about in previous episodes. So, special shout out to him; he did a great job at quarterback. So, but the highlight or the thing that stuck out from that game was a little injury that I had. So just for starters, there was we play on turf, and I always thought that when I hear football players, professional football players, complain about playing on turf and about the scratches that happen, I always thought they were a little wimpy and a little kind of like little crybabies. <laughs> grown professional football players, you shouldn't be complaining about that. I don't think that they're wimpy. I mean, they could bench you and me combined. But I found out on Sunday that. Falling on turf hurts very much. Before the game even started, I was I caught a pa- uh, pass in warm-ups and totally like fell on my knee, scratched it up, and it hurt as heck at the time. But give it a few days later, and you had some nasty scabs, and then the process of scabbing is disgusting because it looks like there's pus growing out of it afterwards. Just, you know, like, I didn't even want him in bed. I was like, eh. Can you stay on that corner? I don't want you to stay in the sheets. <laughs> or maybe I got it infected and I didn't even notice. It shouldn't have looked that bad. But it looked nasty. And that was actually the least of my concerns. What I felt was happening during that first semifinal game was that my foot was continuing to slide back and forth inside of the shoe. So either my foot shrunk or something happened with the shoe and it wasn't fitting in as nicely as it did before. And because the foot continues to slide while you're moving... What ended up happening is that the friction caused my skin to start peeling off of my foot. And I felt it. And I knew immediately after the game when I walked over next to Ruby and I took off my shoe and my two socks that it was going to look nasty. 
and sure enough, take it off, and there's like, if you divide the four, the my foot up into quarters, the top right quarter was pretty much falling off, and you can see like, the bottom layer of my skin, it was disgusting. Your parents were troopers because they were the ones that were helping you and they got a bandage. I honestly, I think I'm, I get grossed out pretty easily, so I try to not really look at his foot just because, one, feet are gross, and two, Andrew's feet are even more so. So his mom was a trooper bandaging him, and so was his dad. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. And they were able to go and give me a little bandage so that we can wrap the foot up and get me to play that second game. Needless to say, I didn't play very well in that second game or even participate much because foot was killing me but terrible terrible situation and as bad as it felt at the moment it was nothing compared to how it would feel the next day i had to go to work in tennis shoes did you feel like you got hit by a car no it's not even that it was just like burning pain on the foot because anytime you took a step anytime you showered anytime anything contacted that part of the foot it hurt really really bad and I felt bad because I felt like yeah like when I was on the couch or when I was laying down in the bed I felt like I would stain because like my foot's like, my foot's, like bleeding you know? <laughs> like, like falling apart as I'm walking around and Ruby was very nice very supportive and it wasn't until this happened on a Sunday it wasn't until yesterday Thursday that I was able to finally walk semi-normal, and today it feels a little better, but it was it was bad. It was yeah. really bad. We had to miss our uh, dance class because he wasn't really healed, so hopefully we could go our, to our dance class tomorrow and be able to, you know, dance now that you feel a little better. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the plan, and we'll talk about how our dance classes are going uh, at a later segment. But that's one of the, that's what happened over this past weekend on Sunday, and that's why we don't have a movie of the week for you this week because we weren't able to make it out to the movies on our usual Tuesday because I couldn't walk anywhere. <laughs> I kind of just wanted to lay down. But hopefully we can go um, go to the movies tonight, and then we'll keep you guys posted on what movies we're gonna watch today and give you guys a review. Yeah, the plan is to go out to the drive-in tonight, so we'll catch a couple movies and uh, we'll post them on our next episode. What do you want to eat? In and out or Chinese food? Both. They sound so good. And then good. a Costco pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't high. We just like food. <laughs> Love food. <laughs> okay. So that was what happened with us this past weekend. We're going to go ahead and introduce our show of the week. While we don't have a movie of the week, we do have our show of the week. And this is a show that we're going to talk about that has been around since, what, the early 2000s? Yes. Yeah. It got introduced in uh, October two, 2000, and the season ended on May 15, 2007. So it lasted a good solid seven years. Yeah, and it was a show that I got into first, and I used to watch in high school and, and after high school, and I was very excited when it finally made it onto Netflix because I got the opportunity to watch it or just have it streaming in the background when I was doing things. And when I introduced it to Ruby, she laughed at me because... Because it's such a chick show. Like, even just the song. I never imagined, like, oh my god, babe, are you serious? Like, did I seriously thought that your sisters made you watch this show or your mom, but you volunteered to watch this show. Well, I, I, would, I would watch it with them. <laughs> I mean, they forced me to watch it initially. Don't then, blame them. You know you like it. 
and and you know the show we're talking about is go more girls so <laughs> go more girls is a show about two main characters are a mom and her daughter single mom and her daughter and her daughter starts off in high school and it pretty much goes through the entire high school life of the daughter and even the college life and even post-college life or that's kind of where it ends and I think the reason that I like it is because I, I you can call it a chick show or whatever but I think it, it gives a pretty good a well-rounded description of what a person can go through in high school and in the college years and all the different experiences that happen and I think it's very comedic and witty at times so I, li- I like it a lot or even just to see how personalities change from one phase to another yeah and we see then you get the whole like twilight edward versus jacob thing when you start like comparing all of the different boyfriends that rory goes through and how they treat her and, and if you're team dean or team logan or jess or all those guys and so it's a good show it is on netflix and the good news that we found out a few months ago was that it's coming back right Yes, it's going to be on Netflix. So what Netflix is going to do, it's going to release four 90-minute episodes. So basically um, four movies, I guess you can say. And so far, a lot of the people have said that they are going to return. About a week ago, um, Melissa McCarthy confirmed on The Ellen Show that she will be coming back. And that was one thing that we didn't know she was going to be able to come back. Because, you know, she became very famous and she's constantly acting, coming on different things. You know, out of all of them, I believe she was probably the most successful one after the Gilmore Girls. But yeah, she confirmed it ended up working out with her schedule and she will partake in the revival of the Gilmore Girls. Another thing that I was trying to figure out, because I, I seriously Google as much as I can to, you know, keep you guys updated and just for myself as well. Uh, but according to another podcast called The Gilmore Guys, which you actually knew it existed. I'm a proud subscriber. He says that he's a proud subscriber. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. But anyways, they uh, got to a chance to talk to Lauren Graham. And she didn't really say when it's going to be released, but she said, you'll be able to see it by December. So either it'll be available before December, December 1st, but I think it's a great Christmas gift to all of us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I wish it was more than just the four episodes, but it is pretty much four movies, right? Four 90-minute episodes. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, and I hope that it's not like a shows where it, it gets extended for a little too much, and, and you kind of wish that it would have just ended where it ended. I just have so many questions. Like, I wonder, what is Rory uh, up to? I saw this one picture on Instagram uh, posted by their cast, and she was, like, in an English class. So I don't know if she became a professor or she was just a guest speaker. Or what did you think that she did? You mentioned to me an idea that you had. Yeah, I think her grandfather was actually one of my favorite characters in the original series. And he actually, in real life, he passed away. So he will not be around for the for revival. the revival of the show. But he was, at a time towards the end of the original series, a professor or a lecturer at Yale University. So my theory is that Rory kind of followed in his shoes and is now working in some kind of teaching capacity for the university. Maybe journalism or something, something around that. 
as far as we know, all her romances with Dean, uh, Jess, and Logan, they will be back. So I'm curious to see what they are up to. And in the end, she will end up choosing one of those guys or maybe none of them. And is the Lorelai, is she with Luke or not? Does Lorelai have a baby? You know, she was still able to have kids. I really don't know where they are, but it would be nice to see uh, some new characters or how the characters have developed over time. Yeah, I was always a uh, Team Luke guy for Lorelai. Luke is one of my favorite characters, and I was always rooting for him. But like you said, it's it's part of that appeal that we get to see how these stories end up turning out or maybe leave us with even more cliffhangers. You know? Imagine us, like, during winter when it's all cold and, like, eating hot, like, I don't know, eating cookies and, like, hot chocolate and then watching, and watching Gilmore Girls. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds fabulous <laughs> oh my god it sounds fabulous that's gonna be like your slogan it's gonna be a thing it's gonna be we're a thing. making this a thing it's not a thing it'll be a thing <laughs> it's like mean girls like where she says oh that's so fetch well i don't know fetch. yes and mean girls um oh god gretchen tries to say that's so fetch and it she says it's not gonna be a thing you remember that i just thought you saw i don't it. watch girl girl things okay <laughs> So, I've never seen that. So, yeah. So, that's the show of the week that we wanted to talk about. I highly recommend it, Gilmore Girls. And if you want to check it out, it's all on Netflix. Catch it while it's still around. We're going to now move on to Ruby's gossip column for this week. So, um, as far as I know, Rihanna is upset with Jay-Z. For Rihanna, she was upset. Upset. <laughs> Upset. <laughs> Freaking eel. Okay. Uh, Rihanna is upset, you guys. She is upset because her album did not do well in the title exclusive. I don't know if you guys know about title, but it's very similar to like Spotify. But title is owned by Jay Z, and she is also a partial owner. So Rihanna kind of owns part of it, or she does. And she's upset because her album release didn't do that good you know Rihanna's known for her music and she's very popular in our generation and she only sold 460 copies total for the first week that's nothing compared to 460,000 not 460,000 460 that's it so she actually sent out a, tw a tweet saying that to buy her album on Google and iTunes so that's kind of speaking against her own company since she is a partial earner so I don't know if she has beef or she'll eventually not want to be part of the title. But having her album in the title exclusive, it just didn't end up working out for her. Another thing is Gwen Stefani, her divorce was finalized on April 8th. So she was married with uh, Gavin Rosdale. I don't know if you guys know him, but he was a singer on Bush. So during the time frame that they got married, they didn't have a prenups. Obviously, you're like deeply in love and they're both very successful. During that time, he was a very well-known singer and he, they were at par to each other. And obviously, years has passed and she became extremely successful with her clothing line. Her music took off. We all know who Gwen Stefani is and now we see her with the, on The Voice. But yeah, so they didn't do a prenup. Uh, their divorce didn't really end that nasty. And I want to say it's probably because of the cheating that he did. I don't know if you know, but he hooked up with a nanny and a nanny that really, really looks like a younger version of Gwen Stefani. He uh, didn't request half of the portions. I think he got some amount, but not a lot. 
what they ended up is falling into agreement that they're going to um, equally divide uh, the, you know, the time with their children. Um, but in my opinion, I don't think it's going to be as equal just because she's going to actually take off on a tour. I don't know if you guys have heard, but she's actually going to go on tour. Uh, Let me blow your mind with uh, Eve. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that song, but that song was released 15 years ago. So it's been a while. But Eve is collaborating with uh, with Gwen Stefani, and they are going to go on tour this summer. So starting July, it's going to end in October in L.A. in Inglewood. They are going to do a tour. So I'm assuming Eve is probably going to open up. Then they're going to sing their two songs that they sing together, which is like Let Me Blow Your Mind and then Rich Girl. And then I'm pretty sure uh, Gwen is going to sing and then take over from that end. And I think it's cool because obviously we... We haven't seen Eve for a little bit. Uh, we did see her in Barbershop, and she's currently uh, in that movie, uh, Barbershop 2. And that movie's doing really, really good. It has like a 90-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm totally excited to watch that one soon. But yeah, uh, they are going to go on tour. And well, it's nice to see Eve, and Eve doesn't really need to sing. She doesn't really need to act. I think she does it because she genuinely likes to do it because... She married a few years back a billionaire, a British billionaire called Maximiliano, a uh, Maximilian Cooper, and he does. Um, I think I, I'm not sure, but he he's an entrepreneur. So that's for do you? How do you think the tour is going to take, or how do you think that they're going to do? Do you think it's going to be a hit? Do you? What are your opinions on it? I think it'll be a hit. I think that. There's still a lot of Rihanna fans out there. It's not Rihanna. Oh, who is it? <laughs> I'm talking about Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani? Does she have a lot of fans? Oh my god, babe, yes. Yeah? More than Rihanna? Yes, Gwen's a classic. Oh, then it'll hit. It'll be a hit. <laughs> oh my god. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, it'll be great. Oh my god. If Rihanna can get a lot of fame with that ridiculous work, 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 work song... Then imagine how But much Gwen Stefani actually composes her own songs. That's she what writes I'm her own songs. Like if that garbage can sell, then imagine what <laughs> Gwen Stefani's gonna be able to do. It's gonna be great. <laughs> You're gonna have beef with Rihanna, okay. <laughs> okay, so another thing that I think is interesting, it's not necessarily gossip, but it's kind of info I wanted to share with you guys. Imagine that having the opportunity to live in New York at a cheaper cost. And I'm not talking about um you know, Section 8 housing, not like that. Uh, I'm talking about adult dorms. They're actually doing this thing called uh, Commons, or this company called WeWorks are trying to create adult-like dorms. So that means just like in the dorms that you would in college, you would be sharing a room with your, you know, dorm mate. And what you would be sharing with everybody else would be the common areas, such as the living room, the kitchen, the, um, you know, the dining in area and obviously the laundry room. Uh, the cost to live in these locations is about fifteen hundred uh, per person, which is kind of a lot, but not really if you take into consideration living in New York is ridiculously expensive, and to furnish a place probably costs a lot. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on this. Like, do you think it's a good idea? I really don't know um, how much. Or I don't know the limitations if it's only for like 
certain people or if it's no kids are allowed no dogs are allowed i really don't know the restrictions on it but you can totally google it and figure it out if you guys are interested in moving to those locations all i do know is they are trying to build 70 of those buildings in new york by 2018 i personally don't think i would want to live in those areas just because i did the dorm experience once and i really don't want to do it again what do you think about it yeah i wouldn't like it but i think it's going to be a, a business success because you didn't like the dorm experience, but I... No, I, I love the dorm experience for the time when I was like 18 right. to 20. Right, but... And, and there are a lot of people that I don't think necessarily stop liking it. You know, they're either forced to leave because they got too old or they finished college and you got to grow up and go find a place to lease on your own or buy. So I think this is kind of like an opportunity that helps them extend that college time, you know? And I think it's going to be great especially for people that haven't started families yet that are maybe single or that are dating and want to save some money I, I think financially from a business standpoint it's a great idea I think they're going to make a lot of money and I think that those places will be hits you know what I think I think it would be a great opportunity to start socializing I think we live in a society where we really don't meet people like once you're in college like, that's opportunity when you interact with people in classes, when you go to parties. But other than that, after in college, it's harder to make friends, you know? Like, unless Tinder. You, other than Tinder, which, I mean, that's for dating and, you know, random hookups. But you could actually probably make good friends in the dorm that you live. I don't... I, I think about the cons of it as an imagine, you know, somebody put their fish in the fridge and they left it there for weeks and weeks and they didn't clean it out or dirty dishes that ended up accumulating and all of a sudden they get roaches i just think about all the messiness that i remember from the dorm so hopefully there is like a type of ra person or they're they're paying for like a, a cleaning fee that would be good you know to make sure that the place stays maintained and uh tidy so yeah uh let me know if you guys end up checking it out or if there's Anybody who's interested or any opinions you guys might have of that. But yep, that concludes my gossip section. Yeah, so we'll move on to sports. So real quick, in the NFL there were a lot of news last week when the Titans traded out of the number one overall pick in this year's draft, which takes place in six days. They traded with the Rams in exchange for a bunch of picks in this year's draft and in next year's draft and in 2018. And the Rams moved up to be the number one overall team to select this year uh, so a few days after that the Browns this week decide to do the same thing and trade out of their second overall pick trading with the Eagles to allow the Eagles to move up to presumably grab the second quarterback available either Carson Wentz or Jared Goff in this, la this upcoming draft and I think both teams Pulled the trigger for the same reason. They both think that they're set in terms of every other position and that all they need is a franchise quarterback in order to succeed. But here's where I think that there can be a problem. I think I agree in terms of the Rams having that. I think that the Rams are set at running back with Gurley. I think they're set at receiver with the explosive Tavon Austin. They have a decent offensive line and a great defense. So I think that they're set, and I think that it was worth investing all those picks and getting the quarterback. The Eagles, on the other hand, they have nothing at running back. They have an oft-injured running back in Ryan Matthews. 
They have no solid number one wide receiver. Their offensive line is okay at best and their defense is struggling. So to give up all of those possible supports in exchange for one quarterback who's going to struggle the way Sam Bradford did last year and Michael Vick did the year before that, etc. It's going to be difficult and I think that they they pulled a bonehead move here that's not going to pan out and it's going to be very similar to the way the Redskins gave up a lot of picks to get RG3 a few years ago and now RG3 is playing for the Browns. So that's my take on it and one of my buddies we were talking and he said that what this move actually does is put tons of pressure on Chargers general manager Tom Telesco because they have the third pick. So now, guaranteeing that the, number, the top two picks are going to be quarterbacks, Tom Telesco and the Chargers really have the option to pick any player that they would need. Essentially, they have the number one pick because they didn't need a quarterback. So if he blows this, it's going to be huge for pretty much his chances of coming back as the general manager this year. So maybe a good position for the Chargers to be in, but at the same time a very precarious one, depending on how the pick turns out. So that's happening in the NFL. I'm excited for the draft coming up in six days. Watch it and break it down for you next week. In the NBA, the playoffs have started. Playoffs in the NBA are some of the most boring games in all of in all the sports playoffs because they're so predictable. Too many teams make the playoffs, so you know that the Spurs are going to beat the Grizzlies. You know that the Clippers are going to beat the Blazers. You know that the Cavs are probably going to make it to the final. It's pretty much going to be either Cavs Warriors or Cavs Spurs, guaranteed. Although, the Warriors, Steph Curry got injured in Game 1 against Houston. He missed Game 2, they still won, but he also missed Game 3 and they actually lost last night. They lost to Houston, so now they only lead the series 2-1. to one. It's first team to get to 4 wins advances, so that's going to be a little tough. We'll see if Steph Curry gears up for the next game. I don't think they have any concern. I think with or without them, they can take the Rockets out. And it's probably better to just sit them and let them rest for when tougher challenges come, like the Clippers or the Spurs. So that's the NBA. In the MLB, you have the Dodgers sitting atop of the NL West with the Padres sitting at the very, very bottom. Dodgers cleaned up a series, beating Atlanta yesterday. And they're sitting pretty. I like the way that they look, and hopefully we can go out for a game soon catch them this season haven't been able to do that and just a quick last mention to finish up the sports section to quick shout out to my friend joe i wanted to talk wwe unfortunately it's sad news in the wwe as famous wrestler china wrestler bodybuilder lots of things she passed away yesterday actually same day as prince right yeah or the news were reported yesterday um, so sad news there, but that'll do it for sports this week. With that, we're going to enter into our final segment, which is we want to update you on a little bit on what we're wh- up to. Yeah, and what we're up to. So we've been focusing on two primary things, and Ruby brought up dancing earlier in... I brought up dancing earlier in our relationship. Um, I... Don't think I'm the best dancer. I don't have the best rhythm. On the contrary, when I was about 15 and my mom was going to make my quinceanera, she signed me up for uh, salsa classes so I could kind of get coordinated in. Well, I only took up to like the second level of class just because I didn't have a partner to dance with. And I'm glad she did because I could kind of dance. And I was just interested in just being, you know, 
to more compatible with dancing with my husband. You know, you see these couples dancing and they dance really well together. And I don't necessarily need to steal the show, but I just want to, you know, be in sync with each other. I think that was my overall goal. I mentioned it to you a few months back, but then you brought it up like this month. And it was really nice that you actually wanted to sign up. Uh, it was after our wedding, so it's something to do. Yeah, Ruby brought it up a while ago, and and I think that I had set a goal in my mind for when the wedding was over to kind of research opportunities for us to start dancing, just because I know it's something she wanted to do. I'm already pretty amazing at dancing, so... <laughs> I, like, okay, I have a question. Like, Do you genuinely think you are amazing at dancing, or are you just joking? Yes, I tear it up. <laughs> and you tear up your feet you tear up my feet that's what you do <laughs> so now it's just a matter of being amazing with you so that we're coordinated oh, yeah so that's what we've been doing we're going once a week for about an hour and we're in beginner salsa classes yeah. so it's actually really difficult to get your brain to process everything that you're being taught and they make it look so easy and when, when your brain sends signals to your arms and your legs, they don't always do the things that they're supposed to do. And it's kind, kind of nerve-wracking because it is a smaller class. It's like 10 to 12 people. And the teacher will point out if you messed up. So everybody everybody will know if you took a step too too fast or if you started off on the wrong foot. She'll point it out. Not like she'll say it in a wrong way, but it's still embarrassing to be put on the spot. Yeah, and we always have that debate because she makes us... Like, we do 30 minutes of dancing just on her own, we're practicing, and then the remaining 30 minutes is partner dancing, but she makes us rotate partners. So what ends up, what it is, is the guy stays stationary, then the girl switches around. It's almost like musical chairs. Yeah, and so we constantly debate, like, can we tell her that we just like to stick with each other so that we can get that practice time? But then at the same time, we're like, are we going to sound like insecure or like we're jealous husbands or wives or something like that and are we gonna seem off-putting to others so that's a debate that we often struggle with yes because i mean the whole purpose is we signed up for this class together to dance together but i only dance with you once in the class because i start off with you and then i don't dance with you yeah. at all <laughs> yeah so we'd like to hear your feedback if you can submit a contact form from carrotsandpeacepodcast.com let us know what you think is it appropriate for us to ask to just stick with each other, or does it come off as off-putting or weird or insecure or whatever? Yeah, because I don't really feel insecure about it. You know, like, I trust you. It's I understand everybody has the same common goal of just dancing. But, you know, it's better for us to get in sync together. I really don't know. You know, in the end, it's, I, I, it's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens there. And we'll keep you posted on how we progress in that class. And... We're very excited. We missed our appointments this week because of my foot. But we're going to go tomorrow. But we're, we're shooting to go tomorrow. So that's the plan. And regarding the second aspect that we were going to talk about, we were talking about workouts. We, uh, following the wedding and following the post-wedding celebration, <laughs> we kind of wanted to settle down and start getting back into workout routines. And so I'll talk about what I'm doing, and then I'll let Ruby talk about what she's doing. And With me, I'm following this program that I found online called the 7% body fat routine. So it's an eight-week kind of challenge that you follow where you modify your the foods that you're consuming and your workout routines. It's pretty well structured, I think. And I like to try a bunch of different routines and different workout plans to see what works best for me. And I'm in week two of this one. I'm about to finish week two. And I haven't executed it perfectly. Like I've had cheat days and cheat meals. 
But I overall, I feel a lot better just two weeks in about doing this one. I'll post it on carrotsandpeaspodcast.com so that you can see a link to that website. It's great because the food is very simple to prepare. Ruby helps me out a lot preparing it. And we meal prep, so it's all ready for the week when we do it on Sundays. So it's a really cool plan. If it, makes, it makes me feel really good. Uh, you start off working out maybe every once every other day, and then by week eight, you're, you're lifting every day pretty much. So very excited about that. I'll, I'll keep you posted as to how it goes by the time we hit week four, week six, week eight, so that I can end up telling you whether I recommend it or not. And that's what I'm doing in terms of working out so far. And what about you, Ruby? See, I feel I am a yo-yo person. Like, yo, I want to try that. Yo, I want to try this. Yo, I quit this. Yo, I try. I, I feel that that. Or I feel like I constantly switch things. I end up being like, oh, I'm gonna, all I'm going to do is lifting. All I'm going to do is yoga. All I'm going to do is running. And right now I'm just trying to do a little bit of everything. So I'm trying to – I've been using my Fitbit. It took me a while to find my Fitbit. So I – Aim to walk slash uh, jog uh, 10,000 steps a day. I've Sometimes I've done 20,000 steps. I do every other day. So one day I do arm day. One, do I, one day I do leg day. So I do you know, weights. I do squats. And overall for a diet plan, I, I don't think my diet is as strict as yours. I do try to incorporate uh, protein. So every morning I love having my... Uh, protein waffle. So I make my waffle uh, out of oatmeal, uh, protein shake, and a little bit of creamer. And that's what I have with uh, turkey bacon. And in the afternoon, I'll have uh, like broccoli salads. And then in the evening, I'll have, you know, um, whether it's like meat meat or uh, chicken with rice and some type of vegetable. So I do cheat more than he does, as in like I will serve myself a small bowl of ice cream, but I'll, I'll try to maintain it small. I'll eat a piece of Ezekiel bread with Nutella. Um, so I do eat more sweets. I just think I need to do that because I know if I limit myself 100%, I'm going to binge. So I, I give myself a sweet thing every single day, and it kind of helps me out. Um, one thing that I can't kick off is I love Monster Energy drinks. I used to drink them a lot in college, and now I started to drink them again. I don't drink a whole one a day, but I, I open one and I drink one in like two to three days. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're doing, and we'll, again, we'll keep you posted. Uh, oh, I lost a pound. Yeah, good job. I don't know how much I weigh, but I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you posted. Check out our website. We'll post We'll post uh, the links to the plan that I'm following. We'll also post pictures and video of my injuries. And check us out. We're, we're very happy that we have that running and that you can reach us through that website. We've already had some emails in and some likes, so we'd like to get more of that. And, and then if you guys are listening out there, just please inform your friends of our podcast that you're really enjoying it because if you tell somebody and somebody tells another person, then we can be a big Carrots and Peas family and keep this up and going. Yes, we'll be a soup. Okay, so with that, we're going to close out this episode. Check us out on carrotsandpeacepodcast.com. My name is Roman. And my name is Ruby. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Adios.